And the show has started. Welcome back. Chubs, chubbies, chubbers. Is that somebody listens to Chubstep or like chubby people? I call our diehard fans heavy chubbers. I call them chubaholics. Oh, well, we might have to start rival uh, Reddit groups that that our fans can join. Yes, yeah one one subreddit that's called Chubaholics, one that is called Heavy Chubbers. Heavy Chubbers, and I'm going to tell you right off the bat, Heavy Chubbers is going to get way more traffic. Interesting. I, I'll do a little poll on our Instagram and see what is the preferred name. Do you think you'll win? Yeah. That? Well, I mean, you might win that one but just on the internet if more people are searching for heavy chubbers than chubaholics okay i see you might get some non-chubstep fans in your subreddit but you're okay yeah but it's a great way to you know meet new people that's true that's true yeah that's those are the kind of people we want the people that are searching up heavy chubbers on the internet and and grabbing them for a listenership why not right they got money to blow. They can, you know, donate yes. to the church. Yes. It will be great. Uh, speaking of money donations, I'm going to talk about a mini type of sponsorship here. Hey-o. Hey-o. I am talking about Vita Coco. Steve, do you like Vita Coco coconut water? I drink Vita Coco pretty much daily. That's perfect because now any Chubstep listeners can type in JRAD30. To get thirty percent off your Vita Coco order. Wow. Yeah, J R A D thirty. J R A D thirty. Thirty percent off your Vita Coco order. We've tested it; it works. And we say I'm, we I'm doing it right now. Yeah, we do say me. We I said me because Steve didn't know about this until I was saying it right now. Yeah, I'm pretty mad because uh, my last Vita Coco order was a month's month's supply. <laughs> month's supply. Well, yeah. now and for I next could, month. I could use that code. Yeah. Next month, uh, 30% off, and then you can use that extra 30% that you saved to spend at the casino. Ayo. And you're back. Put it on red. Put it on red. Put I was thinking red. red. I too. was also thinking red. Perfect. Uh, okay. Yeah, Vita Coco. Uh, here we go. Next thing. See, so I had a scary experience. This was like last week. I forgot to bring it up. I was so traumatized by it, I couldn't bring it up. It's okay. Jay. Yeah. I was, so I was driving and actually I had to borrow my dad's car because I was at my parents. Somebody parked behind me and then fell asleep and I didn't want to wake them up. Anyway, it was a whole thing. I was leaving at nighttime. Somebody fell asleep before I left. I had to take his car. So I took his car 
and I'm driving through the city on the way back from my parents. And it's kind of late at this time. Keep in mind, it's maybe like 1.30 in the morning. Yeah, that's late. Yeah, it's late. And I have my window rolled down slightly. It's a nice summer night. Oh, God. <laughs> nice summer night, right? I'm driving uh, in the city at this point. I'm off the highway. I'm like, oh, get a little breeze in here. My wife says, "Yeah, close the window. A bug's going to fly in. And I'm like, you know, I, to my, I'm, I'm not going to do that because we're in the middle of the city. We're not going to have a bug fly yeah. in. I even, and the bugs are sleeping. The bugs are sleeping. It's nighttime. Bugs sleep at night. Now, we are going like, you know, 25 miles an hour. My window is rolled down like a third of the way, not even halfway, right? It's, it's a, not a huge slit is open and only one window. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. just a large insect just flies into the window. <laughs> just <laughs> A large, it was a large, mystery insect? Mystery insect because it's nighttime. Oh, you never found it. No, I'm getting to this. This is all part of the story. <laughs> oh, God. So it's nighttime, and I'm, this thing is loud in this car. And I'm just, I'm, it's somewhere near my feet. I'm, like, driving. I'm, like, pounding my feet on the ground because I don't know what this <laughs> thing is. So I'm just pounding my <laughs> yeah. feet until I don't hear it anymore. Oh, God. But it was, lo- again, a loud thing. And I get to uh, my parking garage. I go upstairs, get out of the car. And I op- and then, you know, when I open up the door, the light flips on, and there's a dead cicada at my feet. Ooh. Cicadas are large. When they're in your car, they're very loud, right? Now, yeah. in hindsight, you know, cicada is not going to be that dangerous. But when you don't know what it is and it sounds loud, it's it's a little freaky, especially when you're not expecting it, right? It was more the initial, like, <laughs> like just out of nowhere. It was, like, quiet, you know, maybe listening <laughs> to some soft music, and then just this thing flies in. And uh, a demon bug, demon yeah. bug. So cicada. So it is late. Yeah, like I said, you know, at this point it's like one forty, whatever. And I see the cicada on the floor of the car. So it is flipped upside down, right? It's the legs are up, classic dead animal insect thing. I get out yeah. of the car. Yeah. Um. Then I go to sleep. Next morning, I go in my car. I'm. I don't know. I was driving somewhere. And open up the door, the bug's gone. And I'm like, where is this thing? How did it? I saw it flipped upside down with the legs up. Where is it in this car? Jay, I told you they like sleeping at night. Yeah. (laughs) Sleeping (laughs) after I pounded it with my feet. And uh, I never found it again. And I have no idea what happened, but... I was, for like the full day, I was just like, in the back of my mind, like the second I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be driving, take, making some turns, this thing's just going to freak out and start flying around the car somewhere. <laughs> but like, how does it, I had no idea how it went from flipped upside down, dead in my car, to two seconds later, just, just gone. Or, you know, the next morning, just gone. Like zombie cicada. Maybe you like knocked it out. I don't know if bugs can get knocked out. It's possible, right? Yeah, they can, I didn't get stunned, right? I feel like I've seen... Insects get stung. You wet. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I don't sure. know if cicadas can get knocked out. I don't know if people have done research on that. But anyway, I was freaking out for a while. Returned the car to my dad, uh, like a like a day or two later. <laughs> You're like, good luck. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yep. I didn't even mention it to him. He's actually probably oh going to hear God. it first on this podcast. So yeah, then every few years, a new new baby cicada is going to get born. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's gonna have. Oh my god! Yeah, what if he has the one-year cicada? Maybe it's like the seventeen-year cicada, and he sells the car at some point, and then somebody <laughs> just has this infestation of cicadas in the car. 
Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It buried itself underneath the carpet. Okay. That was, it's too much for me. I can't talk about that anymore, Steve. It's okay. Yeah. Was there something you want to get to? Yeah, I want to get to um, an American hero. Okay. Of course, I'm talking about Dennis Rodman. I was actually going to bring up Dennis Rodman, too. This is on my <laughs> list of topics as well. Well, you know, for those of you that don't know, uh, he was going to go to Russia to get Brittany Griner back. Yeah. WNBA superstar. But he was going to go back, or he was going to go to Russia and get her. and he, Because he is on the record in 2014 describing Vladimir Putin as cool. Yeah, so David Lomber, I'm sure everybody's heard this, but Brittany Griner is sentenced to nine years in prison on drug charges in Russia. That's how long she has. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did say he was a cool guy. Which, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> Anybody, there's there's small circumstances of a lot of people that I'm sure you could say the cool. Like, if you were over there and they liked you a lot and you go over and they're super rich, and they're, I'm sure they're just taking you to like their fancy houses with like nice cars and all this kind of stuff. You'd probably say, oh, he's a cool guy. If you disregard all the other things that are going on, right? I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure if Vladimir Putin liked you and you went over there, I'm sure you'd have a fun time where you say, oh, he's a cool guy. But like. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we need Rodman to go get Brittany Griner back. Yes. Yes, because but, Rodman has that perspective. But, I mean, obviously that's not the full story of how he actually is. But I, I could see where Rodman would get that from. Well, today it came out that Biden shut it down. Really? I heard that Biden was against it. I have not heard that. Yeah, uh, he shut it down. He's, he said, you can't go, Rodman. I heard, I see discourages. No, he said. Oh, now he's not going. I just see six hours ago. This is constantly updating. Yeah, I know, because Biden said, you know, he's going to ruin it. Yeah. I'm like, what's he going to ruin? He's not going to ruin anything. Yeah. He's going to get Brittany Griner out of there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of those. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? That's your final. You think he would get her, her out? I think she would be home within two weeks. Yeah. I, I would like to hear, obviously, maybe Brittany Griner can't get a statement out, but I would like to hear her thoughts. What does her family say? Did, have we heard any of that? Would her would her family like him to go? I'd like to hear why she was bringing drugs into Russia. Yeah, I, well, I mean that's a whole separate issue. We're we're just talking about <laughs> Rodman's Rodman at this point. But yeah, I mean obviously in oh, hindsight, her family is probably way behind Rodman. Rodman. Yeah, yeah. I think in hindsight she would not have done that. Um, probably didn't think it was going to be a big deal. Uh, but uh, I mean Rodman's not going to hurt. That's, that's my thought as well. And it's like, sometimes I think you need like, somebody crazy to fix crazy. I did like crazy knows crazy. And it's like, maybe they can just yeah. talk to each other in another language that we don't understand. Yeah. Also, he could call Kim Jong-un and be like, hey, bro, help me out. Can you put a call into Putin? Yeah. <laughs> I If you, I've watched a few documentaries on Rodman. One one main one was like just specifically on Dennis Rodman. He's a very interesting guy. I'm not saying he's necessarily a very smart guy or a very, you know, I don't think he's like some mastermind that's behind, you know, <laughs> something. He hey, After he went to North Korea, they stopped messing around. It, there, I don't think there is much, I don't think there is much argument that 
he that Dennis Rodman hurt our relationship with North Korea. If, if anything, <laughs> he helped us, right? Like he, he, exactly. he did not damage our relationship with North Korea anymore. And that's <laughs> yeah. and that is a worse situation than Russia. Yeah, than trying to get Brittany Griner back. Yes. So <laughs> I, I don't and he might not be as close with, you know, Vladimir Putin might not have the same, you know, love for Dennis Rodman as Kim Jong un did. But I don't think it would hurt. And it's like, yeah, they've tried everything. Well, you didn't try everything because you didn't send over Rodman. Like <laughs> I don't know. That's the I'm, new standard. I'm all for it. I think I would like to hear the thoughts from her family. And if and if her family was like, yeah, give it a shot, then that's what they should, you know, that's what it should be. Not, you know, what the president thinks. But, you know, I don't know. I, all that's, I'm saying that's, is. Jay, you should put that on the, you know, the Twitterverse. And uh, that, you know, we'd get a statement from them. And that would really put a lot of pressure on Biden to send Rodman over. Yeah. Yeah, and I would. I just would love to see that happen. I I need it. I need Rodman to go try and free Brittany Griner. I, I just know. I I like the idea of just a crazy guy. He's like he's the one in charge of you know dealing with like dictators and crazy leaders. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Magafuli, Dennis Rodman. Send Dennis Rodman to deal with Magafuli. Oh, you know? he would have had Magafuli admitting COVID was real in no time. <laughs> exactly that's what i'm saying i don't i don't think it's gonna hurt but you know there we go i i I was all for it sad that he's not going you know we'll see i mean we'll see this could be biden's biggest failure it could be this might be the thing that people look back from hundreds of years from now and be like why didn't he let rodman go rodman was the best rebounder in the nba for years and he doesn't let him go (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, I want to talk about some political stuff here too, Steed. Bing bong. Bing bong. Wow. Okay. And I'm talking about uh, political movements in World War One in Britain. Oh, in Britain? Yeah, in England. Hey, yeah. That's I. I'm I'm pretty well versed on this. Yes. I mean, I'm talking about the White Feather Girls. You know anything about the White Feather Feather Girls? I'm scared to Google it, but I'm gonna. It's do actually it. not sexual, like you would think. So this is something that was interesting. I've, I've been listening to this uh, very good podcast on World War One, and uh, there was an interesting thing that there was when England was first getting into World War One. There was these girls called the White Feather Girls <clears throat> that would go around and shame men that were in a younger, you know, old enough to fight, basically that were wearing civilian clothes. They would shame them and put wet white feathers, you know, like in their waistcoats or into, you know, into their blazers or whatever, and uh, shame them into joining the army. Oh, I'm joining. Somebody even walks near me. I'm like, no, I'm on my way right now. Yeah. It's, and apparently a lot of times you're like attractive girls and there'd be like a group of them and they would go harass, you know, if there was like a 20 year old walking on the street in regular clothes and he wasn't in military attire. They come up and like shame him, you know. You're a coward. Why don't you enlist? And Man. then stick a feather on him. That's way more persuasive than uh, butcher or some whatever Uncle Sam turned oh, out to be. Yeah, yeah. This Uncle Sam, the meat packer. Yeah, the stupid meat packer bullshit guy. All I'm saying, yeah, if I was, you know. 19 and i had a bunch of attractive girls coming up to me and being like why aren't you in the army and i'm like uh maybe yeah i mean well why aren't i in the army they're like they're like all pushing you into like a a corner yeah 
Come on, bitch. Yeah. Why aren't you? Why aren't you in the trenches, bitch? I mean, that's literally what you scared. I mean, they talked about this being like fairly harassful, like you know, like not so <laughs> like, humiliating is what they would say. Oh God! And it's interesting because it, you know all the army propaganda stuff now is usually like. Uh, it's and the Marines will have kind of the guys in the fancy stuff with the swords, in the fa- you know fancy attire with the swords, and they'll be like you know honor. It's a lot of honor and respect and all this kind of stuff, and it's not like yeah. hot girls in bikinis. This would be a version of it now. It'd be like a hot girl in bikini, like you know you're you're a loser if you're not in the army. Like you know, we would never sleep with a civilian. So what? I wish that were true. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. So yeah, you, I mean, it worked. You know, you did it without these girls. But do you think they're yeah, like an idiot? Like an idiot. Yeah, I think this would be a much better move for the military. To That's do a now. sales pitch. Start getting some Instagram influencers, and you know, pay them to target. I- yeah, really. If, Eighteen to twenty-five. If they needed a mills. numbers boost. Yeah, if they need a numbers boost, start doing that. Uh, yeah, but I was also thinking, what other things could you shame people into doing with attractive females walking around in groups? I mean, going into a car wash. Yeah, your car's so dirty. Yeah, now they all have the yeah. signs, and it's like <laughs> there, there's a million of these examples, but you know they have the signs. Oh, you know, come support a you know great cause now yeah i think instead there should be yeah instead there should be some person like point at you dirty car dirty car dirty dirty car (laughs) loser loser (laughs) poor poor yeah and then right around the corner that's the car wash there's a car wash right yes exactly oh bad yeah that'd be good um you could also shame people into ordering fancier things at restaurants Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. You're going to order that? The chicken? That's only $20. <laughs> the steak is 45 You should get a steak. Are you poor? <laughs> Can you afford that? Yeah. <laughs> Here's a different menu for poor people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm going to leave, too. You, you're now going to be getting served by bread or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, I, there's a million things they could do with this, but I think, you know, was this, t- did the girls have any idea what they were telling these guys to join? I mean, this is World War One. Nobody really <laughs> knew what the warfare was like. So I think if they actually had any idea <laughs> what these guys were going through, they would have uh, been a little repulsed probably by doing this. But could this work? Yeah, I think it could work. Well, they figured it out after. They probably like, you know. No social media back then, so yeah. they're like, I wasn't a white feather girl. I don't know what Exactly. Yeah, there's no proof. They have this Some loose, guy comes back. Yeah, this loose. He's just super pissed. He's like, hey, bitches. One of you better marry me now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. See my leg? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you don't because it's gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, all they have is these loose uh, drawings of these women, which, you know, it's pretty easy to say that's not me in this picture, so. Yeah. Yeah. Could be, though. Yeah. Uh, Steed, what's something else you want to get to? You know, I was going to do a Steed Science. I think I might have already done a Steed Science on this before. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since the Steed Science. What is it? Yeah. It's uh, fish surviving in cold weather. No, you have, not, cold. you have not done this.
everything in this world is made up of matter. And those matters behave with each other in certain ways. And that, students, is chemistry. Everything in this world is made up of matter. And those different matters behave amongst each other in different ways. And that, children, is steed science. I was trying to look up how fish survive in cold water. Because I was like, why the heck do I not know how fish survive in cold water? I get, like, lakes. They probably just go down and sleep. But rivers, like, if they went to sleep and, like, hibernated, they just, like, get pushed down the river. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, I got to look this up. Answer on this one is pretty simple. Uh, Most fish just hibernate. And they just go into, like, low power mode. And they're cold-blooded. So they don't, like need to be warm they're like reptiles or whatever so they just like go to sleep and then if they like have some senses so if they see like whatever a fish or something they can still kind of like snap back into it and just go eat that fish real quick that's how like people are still able to ice fish gotcha gotcha so yeah if stuff's moving around them they'll notice it but for the most part they're kind of just sleeping towards the bottom yeah exactly okay um then some fish that live in like whatever Antarctica or not Antarctica, North Antarctica, um, <laughs> they have antifreeze proteins. So they have like special proteins that keep their body from freezing. So scientists tested fish and put them in waters that were like whatever below freezing. Maybe it was well, it was probably like salt water because I think salt oh, yeah, water you can't can get yeah, below can get lower. Yeah, without technically freezing yeah and they tested them and like the fish's bodies were below zero and they didn't freeze wow they were just chilling they and just i'm like that sounds it. like a real dick move oh yeah to the fish that, <laughs> just, the other fish yeah. yeah yeah finding out the threshold of, of when this fish freezes they're like oh, it's yeah. for science yeah sorry yeah yeah um, they get away with stuff with fish yeah, so they just, you know, do that. Uh, there's one warm-blooded fish. Only one in the world that's known. Um, I had no idea that was a thing. I, yeah, there's, like, one warm-blooded fish, and I think it, like, goes up to the surface a lot and gets sun. Okay. I can't remember what its name is. Because, it, uh, anyway. I know some um, of these words. So, the fish, they're fine. Don't worry about the fish. Okay. I So, when I typed in how... Do fish survive? And then my search bar filled in, how did fish survive the flood? And I was like, there's no way the autocorrect is about how did fish survive the gigantic biblical flood with Noah's Ark (laughs) and everything. Yeah. And it was. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, oh, goodness gracious. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of info on how fish survive the flood. The biblical these, flood. Uh, yeah, yeah. These people will do literally anything other than look at like actual science to <laughs> just say the Earth is five thousand years old. Fish surviving the flood is the last thing I would try to question. Like that makes the most. I sense know they me. live They're in, in water. water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did they survive with more water? Uh, they just <laughs> swam. Well, 
So here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> if there actually was a big flood, right? Yeah. That somehow like wiped out the earth or whatever. The salinity of, you know, oceans and freshwater stuff and like whatever, the amount of nutrients yeah. or not nutrients, but like debris in the water and stuff, it would probably like kill all the fish. Oh, really? They were saying that? A lot it, of the stuff. It would kill like a lot of fish. Yeah, a lot of fish, yeah. That's what like, you know, scientists say. Okay. Like you, but, you're a steed science. Exactly. And then um, you know, people are like, Oh well Noah put him on the ark. You know, he got the fish on the ark. Yeah. And then other people were like, How the hell did he get an aquarium system on the ark? Yeah, that's pretty advanced. That like that doesn't make any sense yeah. as much as the whole ark makes any sense. Yeah. So then uh apparently in the Bible it says specifically he only got air breathing land dwelling creatures I on see. the ark. That does make a lot more sense. So big slap in the face to all the fish flood deniers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they specifically mentioned trilobites, but... <laughs> Oddly specific. <laughs> yeah, the trilobites apparently got wiped out <laughs> in the flood. They were one of the few things that could not survive the flood. That's why there's so many fossils of them. Oh. Uh, if that makes, that makes sense, yeah, right? They all died in the flood yeah, at the, the same exact time. Yeah, lots of fossils. And then the fossils were made. Yeah. The Opa is the warm blooded fish. It's like Oprah, but the without Opa. the R. A pretty cool looking fish. It is a cool looking uh, fish. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's large, too. It's a large fish. Yeah. It reminds me of like a ocean sunfish. Yeah. Probably people are a little more familiar with that yeah. type of fish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I read like a really long article on how fish could have survived the flood. <laughs> and written by a doctor. Written by a doctor. There you go. An actual doctor. He got his degree in geology um, from the University of Sydney, Australia. Ooh, okay. Yes, so now I have lost all respect for Australia. What little I had. Yeah, I was going to say, did you have any prior to that? I mean, a little. Just because of their like snake hunting skills. Yes. Crocodile Dundee. I like. I understand religion and everything, but uh, there's some stuff that uh, people back then, they were just filling in a little bit of, you know, they're doing some yeah. B-roll. Yeah. It, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Sometimes there's just bad writing, right? I mean, or some people don't, they don't know the answer to something. So they just put in, you know, they just start answering information. Right. Yeah. And then a lot of people just keep doubling down and it's like, well, you know, it's, it's okay to be wrong about a few things. It is okay. I'll give you an example, Steve. Uh, yeah. I saw this actually similar type of thing pop up on Facebook the other day where somebody was talking about why <laughs> this is so, this is deep Star Wars uh, lore here type of thing. Why didn't oh. Obi-Wan force heal Qui-Gon Jinn when he got stabbed? When, like, later on in Star Wars, uh, all of a sudden everybody could start healing other people and people are coming back from the dead nonstop, right? Okay. All right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is sometimes... <laughs> a lot of problems with that. Well, here's what I'm saying. Sometimes you can pull all these other examples like, well, this in this time you could do this and this time you can do that. Sometimes it is just bad writing. 
And sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes the answer is, well, at the time when we wrote this, we didn't know the answer. We didn't know that was even possible. And later we decided That's that was a thing. That's what mainstream science was saying. <laughs> yeah. We didn't know that was a thing until now, right? The science changes, the writing changes, and, and, you know, stories and stuff like that. So sometimes you try to fill in the gaps or try to look at what old explanations of things are. It's not going to make sense. That's a very logical way of uh, looking at why the Bible would say the Earth is 5,000 years old. Yeah, comparing it to but Qui-Gon Jinn's <laughs> episode yeah. one of Star Wars. <laughs> they, could go, they could go in there and amend it. Yeah. Uh, maybe, but I mean, it's kind of too late now, just like in Star Wars. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you can't go back. The characters are too old. The actors are too old now. You can't go back about if I had. In the Bible, yeah, could yeah. they make amendments? Yeah, the, the Constitution does that, but the Bible for some reason does not. They do, you know, to be fair, though, they do, the churches, or Catholic Church anyway, does make changes as slow yeah, as they are it up a little. to different thoughts on things, but it takes them a very long time, it seems like. Like, maybe we shouldn't burn people we think are witches. Yeah, exactly. And the first few hundred guys were like, no, hell no. Yeah. And then finally someone's like, all right. All right, you know. fine, fine. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. How about a Billy Bob Thornton movie review? Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And do me a favor. Once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense, because uh, what's well, like this, you can say three but not four. You know? It's funny, because you know, I mean, you know, we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and, like, mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and, you know, stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino, so. Uh, yeah, I have, a, I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds. Anything before, ni- uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut the up i'll do it yeah that's what we did we, we took a the guy who was six five and shrunk him down for the movie wow yeah only in hollywood anyway no i'm not an albino god damn it i mean seriously what are you dwarf of course he's that short that's what kind of question is that am i on acid this is a new one steve very new really from 2022 actually let's see when the release date was this had to be that's this year that's this year it actually might have been very recently you might be like the one of the first few people to have watched it. July 22nd. This came out a month ago. Wow. And this is on Netflix. I am talking, of course, about The Gray Man. Oh, he was in The Gray Man. Did you see The Gray Man? I did not. I heard it was a chunk of dog shit. Well, I'll get to that. Uh, the Gray Man apparently is in the top three of most amount of money ever spent on a Netflix movie. It's the who's who of good-looking people in Hollywood right now. I'm talking Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Reggae John Page from Bridgerton. Nice. We think that's how his name is spelled. We just had a whole discussion that I cut out discussing how to say it. No, that is. I looked it up. Okay. It's on popbuzz.com. Yeah. And Anna de Armas. And, of course, Billy Bob Thornton. Now, the star, the star, he's not the star, but he is a main character in this, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Ryan Gosling's a star. He's six. That's his name. Six, which is kind of like 007. It, it's this is a CIA movie. So yeah, yeah. the concept is Ryan Gosling is a ex-con who gets hired by the CIA to work for them. Uh, so is Anna Anna Armas is also CIA. 
Billy Bob Thornton is get the guy that recruited Ryan Gosling to the CIA. Chris Evans is like a freelancer that works for the CIA, but he's insane. And then the okay. Reggae John Page is a corrupt CIA operative or kind of the commander. He, he runs some smaller groups, he's, but he's corrupt. So basically the movie starts off with Ryan Gosling uh, comes across, like they give him an assignment to kill somebody. He goes to kill the guy and the guy's like, oh, you're six, I'm four, right? This is like 007 and 005, right? The guy's saying like, I'm a CIA operative too. They're telling you to kill me because I know too much type of thing. The guy still dies, but then the rest of the movie is like, uh, Reggae John Page hires Chris Evans to kill Ryan Gosling because he knows too much. And then Billy Bob Thornton becomes involved because Billy Bob Thornton is trying to help Ryan Gosling give the information to the right people. And at Armis is also trying to help Ryan Gosling. So it's this kind of CIA, you know, it's very action-y movie, a lot of fighting scenes. And I will just say that, yeah, there's a lot of action, but the, the storyline is pretty basic. It's just, to me, there's so many movies like this, it's not very memorable. It stinks when they just, like, get a good cast and just make, they, like, phone in the writing. Yeah, it's kind of how it felt. There was nothing really unique about the story. It's it's directed by the Russo brothers, who did like uh, Avengers Endgame and all those kind of ones. Nick Russo. Nick Russo, yeah. It's Nick Russo and Anthony Russo and Joe Russo. And I just, it it's like just one of those things that's just like kind of mindless, action-y stuff with not a lot of, to me, it's just like anybody could have written this movie watching a few action movies. Like yeah. a, a way better version of this is like the Bourne, you know, identity. That the movie is yeah. I need some story. Yeah, and this has a little you... story, right? I mean, it's supposed to be like it has a story, and it's supposed to have oh, there's a daughter, you know, a younger girl that's Billy Bob Thornton's niece that he has to protect. It's, she's also getting involved, of course, and it's like I don't know. You just don't need it. It's uh, to me, it's still it's not terrible. It's watchable. It's just it's kind of forgettable. So it's a middle tier Billy Bob Thornton movie to me. And just to be clear, last Jurassic World Dominion was also a middle tier Jeff Goldblum movie. I realize I didn't say that last time. There was one thing I noticed. Hey, smart of you not to say that. Yes. On last week's yes. episode. I think she agreed with me. I think Jurassic Gen would agree with me. She might put it top tier. I I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I here's something else I'll say. In this movie, Chris Evans is talking about trying to get Ryan Gosling, and he says, We gotta get that Kendall. You know, we got to catch that Ken doll. Now, Ryan Gosling is actually going to be playing Ken in the Barbie movie coming up. Wait, there's a Barbie movie? Oh, yeah. It's in, what is the plot of that? It's in post-production right now. A live-action film based on the popular Barbie franchise. And this is... Oh, you haven't heard about this? It's uh, Margot Robbie. there was like a storyline yeah. behind Barbie's life. Mark, Margot Robbie is Barbie. Ryan Gosling is Ken. Uh, other people. So Ryan Gosling's gonna have to smile in one of his roles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's ever done that. I didn't know that was a thing. He uh, so some other people in that movie are gonna be Kate McKinnon, Will Ferrell, Michael Sarah. Those. You know. I'll watch it. I, that sounds better than Gray Man. It's. I'm sure it's gonna be better than Gray Man. So there we go. Uh, that's my review of Gray Man. Who's in charge? Me or the devil? I think I'm in charge. Yeah, I got a Mongolian barbecue. Okay. On Saturday. Oh, yeah. Have you ever, 
Do you know what Mongolian yeah, barbecue about, is? Yeah, similar, almost like hibachi, but you pick out your meats and stuff, they grill it up, and then throw it to you. Yeah, it's kind of a cook it on the yeah. spot. You get to see the guy kind of do it if you want. It's not always in front of you. Sometimes it's to the side. Yeah, it's. I went to one um, in, I don't know where I was, Naperville-ish. Okay. Somewhere over there in like a Chicago mall. suburb, yeah. Yeah. Um and you know what I called it when I left? What's that? Mongolian bullshit bakew. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> Cuz it was bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's like the gimmick seemed it seemed really fun. I was excited going into it. Uh then I kind of looked around. And a lot of the people were big, big eaters. <laughs> and uh, Substantial, you know, my dad would say. Substantial. Yeah. So there was substantial. A lot of sweatpants. Yeah. Um, I th- my girlfriend noticed, like, there was, like, four tables with adults, like, 40-year-olds drinking Mountain Dew as their drink. This is a low-class place. Yeah, I was like, halfway through it, I'm like, oh my god, what have we done? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, uh, like, we went up and, you know, we they give you a bowl. Yeah. And you, they're like, you know, fill the bowl up. So we filled our bowl, like, up to the top of the bowl, put it in. We're like, if we want more, we'll just pay, like, six extra dollars, and then you get unlimited. So you yeah. can literally get, like, three more bowls if you want. Yeah. And, like, we're watching people go up there, and their bowl is stacked with stuff, like, two bowls high. (laughs) They're trying to get every single thing they can out of this bowl. It was insane how much food these people were managing to keep (laughs) in the thing. I'm like, why why do you need that? Oh, my God. Like, it was nuts. I'm just like, okay. I'm only going to a Mongolian barbecue place if I'm paying 40 bucks. Yeah. For my Mongolian barbecue from now on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just a little warning out there. Yeah. Yep. Well, I appreciate it, Steve. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Well, for, yeah, just low class. If you're a high class person, avoid it. If you're a low class person, you'll love it. Go get, get in some there. Mongolian yeah. barbecue. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, you know what, Steve? I wanted to get this. I got a lot of other stuff to talk about. Some. Things I've been disappointed in, uh, some table topics I wanted to get to, but I think we'll just save those for next week. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Fine fine by me. Okay, fine by you. Fine by Steed, fine by all listeners of Chubstep. New episodes every Thursday. Email show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. We love the emails. Emails. Email. Uh, Rates the show on Spotify. And don't forget, JRed30 at Vitacoco. The show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.